0: The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.
1: The Nebraska fans who are watching out there will get another shot to try and take down an undefeated opponent. They've already knocked Michigan State from the unbeaten ranks, and they will now have Iowa on a short week on Friday. And they will have Iowa! The team brimming with confidence. Touchdown, Hawkeyes! Forty-two yards, Kanziri. They will be heading to Lincoln on Friday with a shot at staying unbeaten. Now make it forty to twenty, Iowa, with two twelve to go. Hi,
0: folks, and welcome into Quick Hits on Hawkeyes. Mike, I'm Tyler Chumlin, your host. Iowa ten and zero. This is our eleventh edition of Quick Hits this season. Hawkeyes rolling through the Big Ten schedule, looking to clinch the Big Ten West with a matchup against two and eight Purdue at Kinnick Stadium at. Senior day, 21 seniors, a lot of senior contributors on this team. The Hawkeyes' uh, big storyline coming into this season was no trophy games. They didn't have any trophies. The uh, the uh, trash trophy case in the weight room over the offseason. And, you know, that they're motivated. They're trying to play for, you know, a berth in the Big Ten championship game. But they're also looking at playing for national recognition, being in the top four potentially and the College Football Playoff Committee's rankings, sitting right outside of that is as Iowa at number five and a win over Purdue. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a sexy win, I don't think, because as Kirk Ferentz has said multiple times this season, we've played clips and had fun with that the last couple weeks. You know, if you win, everything will take care of itself, and that's what Iowa was looking to do in this game against Purdue. And Iowa started this game looking for points early, trying to get on the board, trying to get out in front, wanted to get some younger guys in. You would think it was a cold day. It was in the 20s for the first time this season. Nine inches of snow dumped on Kinnick Stadium's field overnight. They cleaned it off. Really cool time-lapse video. If you if you missed that, check it out. I posted on my Twitter feed at Tyler Chumlin as well as it was retweeted at, at Hawkeyes Mike as well on Twitter. Check that out. You saw how much snow and all the effort that it took to get all that snow off of Kinnick Stadium's field overnight. But no snow on the field during the game. But as I said, the temperatures in the mid to upper 20s. Breeze coming out of the north. It was brisk in this football game, and Hawkeyes looking to get a victory and keep rolling right along. Purdue started with the football in this game at their own 27-yard line. David Blau pass incomplete looking for Markel Jones, the tailback. Second and 10, Markel Jones runs in the middle for nine yards to the Purdue 36. Trying to get something moving here. David Blau drops back on third down and one pass incomplete looking for Jones. Three and out. So far so good for the Hawkeyes. They take over at their own 26 after the Joe Shopper punt. LaShun Daniels runs up the middle for four yards to the Iowa 30. Second and six Bethard. Pass complete. Tavon Smith for 12 yards to the Iowa 42. Iowa rolling first and 10. Iowa 42. Jordan Kinziri. He's in. Runs right for two yards to the Iowa 44. Second and eight. Bethard pass looking for Krieger Coble. Can't get him. Quarterback Curry. Quarterback Curry was a trend in this game. forcing. C.J. Beathard, he was hit a couple times, sacked a couple times. We'll get into that here in a little bit. Third and eight, looking for kruger Cobalt. Hits him 24 yards to the Purdue 32, into Purdue territory. First down, first and 10. Daniels runs for one yard, second and nine. Bethard hits Devon Smith again for 16 yards, first and 10. Akram Wadley in the game now. Runs left for nine yards to the Purdue, Purdue six. Second one. Kanzeri runs left for two yards. Down to the Purdue four-yard line. First down, first and goal. Wadley runs right for two yards to the Purdue two-yard line. Second goal from the two. LaShawn Daniels, the tailback, runs in the middle for two yards into the end zone. Touchdown, Hawkeyes, 8:54. Time remaining in the first quarter. Marshall Cain's kick attempt is good. Hawkeyes up 7-0. 11 plays, 74 yards, 5 minutes and 11 seconds. Time elapsed. Purdue gets the ball back. Nothing doing. They go three and out again. David Blau, he sacked for a loss of six yards by Parker Hesse on third and five, fourth and eleven. They punt. Hawkeyes take over at the Purdue 49-yard line in plus territory. Wadley runs in the middle for two yards. Second and eight. Matt Vandenberg, he has a wide receiver reverse to the left for 15 yards and the first down. Down to the Purdue 32. First down. Kanziri runs left for four yards. Second and six. Bethard hits Tavon Smith for 15 yards deep into Purdue territory at the 13. First and ten. LaShun Daniels takes the carry, runs left, 13 yards into the end zone, touchdown Iowa. Iowa up 14 to nothing after the made PAT. LaShun Daniels, two early touchdowns in this football game. Here's what the junior tailback had to say about getting in the end zone a couple times early.
2: I mean, it was a nice way to start the game. Nice way to start the game off. You know, you want to get some momentum uh, early on. And I thought we did that, you know, by going out early and scoring on the first couple drives.
0: Five plays, 49 yards, 2 minutes, 29 seconds. Time elapsed. Purdue gets the ball back, first and 10 at their own 25. Knox runs left for four yards, second and six, no- Knox runs for five, Knox runs for one, Knox runs for four on first down, second and six, David Blau, screen pass, he hits De Yancey for one yard to the Purdue 40, third and five, Blau, another pass to Yancey for eight yards to the Purdue 48, a first down, first and ten, Blau runs in the middle for four yards, fumble, Jordan Lomax smacks him right in the middle of the field, David Blau, Fumble recovery by Matt Nelson. The Cedar Rapids Xavier Nate, Cedar Rapids Xavier prep now playing defensive line for the Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes ball. This play is significant to the starter, David Blau, the redshirt freshman who took over for Austin Appleby earlier this season. He leaves the game. It did not return concussion-like symptoms. He went into the locker room. Big hit by the senior, Jordan Lomax, on senior day. Recovery by Matt Nelson. Hawkeyes get the ball back at the, at the 48 of Iowa. Bethard hits Tavon Smith for 30 yards to the Purdue 22-yard line. First and 10. Iowa takes a timeout clock reads 32 seconds on the first quarter first and 10 for the Purdue 22 Kanzuri runs right for eight yards down to the Purdue 14 Hawkeyes knocking on the door again as the first quarter expires start of the second clock reads 15, 15 minutes from the Purdue 14 second and two, Kanziri runs left for seven yards down to the Purdue 7 first down Iowa, first and goal, Daniels runs right, no gain, nothing doing on that play, second and goal, Beathard drops looks left, Pat, pass complete to Matt Vandenberg for seven yards, Vandenberg scampers into the end zone, touchdown Iowa, so far so good Iowa three touchdown lead 20-0, to zero. Marshall Kane missed PAT again this season, but I Iowa up 20 to nothing, five plays, 52 yards, two minutes, 32 seconds, time elapsed. Purdue takes over at their own 28-yard line. 13:40 remaining in the first half. Now the junior, Austin Appleby, he's in back in at quarterback for Purdue. First and 10, Markel Jones runs in the middle for 2 yards to the Purdue 30. Second and 8, Appleby pass complete to Young for 12 yards. First and 10, Markel Jones runs left for 4 yards to the Purdue 46. Second and 6, Jones, another run right for 3 yards. Third and 3, Appleby, he runs right for no gain to the Purdue 49. Matt Nelson makes the stop. Fourth and 3, Purdue has to punt. Punts down to the Iowa 1-yard line. Iowa Deep in the shadow of their own goalposts. First and ten, full back carry, making pleva. He runs right for three yards to the Iowa four. Second and seven. Daniels runs up the middle for four yards. Third and three. Bethard can't hit Matt Vanderburgh. Iowa has to punt. Marshall Kane comes in. Not a good punt. By the senior Marshall Kane, usually the place kicker, down in Iowa territory at the 47. Short field. Purdue's been able to capitalize so far this season in a lot of close games on short field situations. From the 47, Austin Appleby, screen pass complete to the running back, Markel Jones, for seven yards. Fumble forced by Cole Fisher. Markel Jones recovers his own fumble on the play, though fumble on the play it was confirmed it was confirmed but Purdue keeps the ball second and three Markel Jones runs right for two yards third and one Jones runs to the middle for four yards to the Iowa 34 and a first down first down Knox runs left for three. Second and seven Austin Appleby hits Yancey for 11 yards down to the Iowa 20 in the red zone first and 10 Jones runs left for one yard to the Iowa 19. Second and second nine false start on Purdue back to second and 14 from the 24 Appleby hits Posey for six yards to the Iowa 18 Desmond King on the stop third and eight. Appleby goes to Yancey, King on the stop again, fourth and one, Purdue goes for it, this is one of eight times. Purdue went for it on fourth down in this game. Pass complete from Appleby to Herman for nine yards first down. Iowa down to the Iowa two-yard line. Takes Jones two rushes, but he does get in the end zone. Touchdown Purdue. The Boilermakers on the board 20-7. to 7, 11 plays, 47 yards five minutes and 20 seconds. Time elapsed. Iowa gets the ball back. 355 remaining in the first half. Nothing doing for the Hawkeyes. They do get a first down, but C.J. Bethard runs up the middle. Forced fumble by Jimmy Herman of Purdue. Bethard Recovered recovered fumble by Ryan Watson of Purdue at the Purdue 49-yard line. Iowa has not turned the ball over a great deal this season. In fact, they're very, very good at keeping their hands on the ball. Forced fumble, Bethard, big hit in the middle of the field. He took a couple big hits in this game. Purdue Drive starts the 203 mark, 1st and 10. Purdue 49-yard line, Appleby hits Posey for 5, 2nd and 5. Appleby hits Young for 17, 1st and 10. Monteroso pass and complete to Yancey. 2nd and 10, Appleby, pass complete to Danny Anthrop for 17 yards down to the Iowa 12, 1st down Purdue. Markel Jones runs from the Iowa 12, up the middle for 2 yards. Timeout, Boilermakers, 44 seconds remaining in the half. 2nd and 8, pass and complete, 3rd and 8. Austin Appleby hits Cameron Posey for 7 yards down to the Iowa 13. 3-yard line. Still picking on Desmond King is Austin Appleby. Timeout Purdue. Clock reads 29 seconds. Paul Griggs come on, comes on for the field goal and for on 4th and 1. 20-yard field goal. Good. 20-10 to 10 is your score. That is your halftime score. Hawkeyes get the ball back, but they go into victory formation. Take a knee. Boilermakers not going away. The Hawkeyes jumped out to an early lead in this one. 20 to nothing. Purdue scored 10 unanswered points to end the half at Kinnick Stadium. We're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll get into the second half. We'll have stats and analysis as well as Hear from some of the players. We'll hear from Beathard. We'll hear from Kanzeri. We'll hear from Josie Jewell, Jordan Lomax. And we'll hear from Kirk Ferentz. What happens in this one? Can Iowa get to 11-0? and They have 10-0 for the first time ever. Can Iowa get to 11-0 and clinch the Big Ten West? Find out more. Come on back with us here at Hawkeyes Mikes Quick Hits. I'm Tyler Chumlin.
2: What exactly did you have in mind, Mr. Carlson? <laughs> what do you suppose he's up to? And I think I hear something now oh, a... Something just came out of the box. Perhaps a skydiver No parachutes yet
1: Oh my god, they're turkeys
2: Turkeys are hitting the ground like sacks of wet cement Thanks for that on the spot report, boss I thought it would work It's pretty strange after that I really don't know how to
1: describe it As God is my witness I thought turkeys could fly That's a... it definite it and the seam route to George Kittle touchdown for the tight end 35 yards his dad Bruce captained the 1982 Big Ten championship team here at Iowa and now the son George Kittle trying to get these Hawkeyes closer to a berth in the Big Ten championship game 27-13 Hawkeyes as they go 91 yards
2: Hawkeye's mic programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeye's. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years.
0: How many things have you touched today?
2: Hmm? Ooh, a puppy.
1: <laughs>
0: How many places have your hands been?
1: Ooh, a keyboard.
0: 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer protects your hands all day. Stays on up to 10 washings. Moisturizes, alcohol-free, and safe for the kids. So go ahead, touch anything and everything.
3: Yeah, with toilet.
0: Prefins,
2: keep your hands germ-free all day.
1: A touchdown, LaShawn Daniels, an impressive opening drive for the Hawkeyes.
2: They're just going to mash you with the ball, they have a ton of talent at the running back position, they believe in every one of these guys, and they just keep putting them in.
1: An impressive 11 play drive, 74 yards, just over 5 minutes to get the lead. A win today rewards the Hawkeye faithful with a berth in the Big Ten Championship game, and they go up early.
0: Welcome back to Quick Hits on Hawkeyes, Mike, I'm Tyler Chumlin. Iowa gets the ball to start the second half, up 20-10 to 10 on Purdue. Iowa scored 20 points early to start. A couple nice touchdowns by LaShun Daniels and another one from C.J. Beathard to Matt Vandenberg. But Purdue coming back a little bit, 20-10, to 10, your halftime score. Can Iowa get something going here to start the second half? Starting slow, first and 10 from their own 34. Daniels runs left for three yards, second seven. Screen pass incomplete to Devon Smith. I will say this on this play, if Devon Smith gets this pass, if he catches this pass, he probably runs the 53 yards into the end zone. He probably does. Or he probably he probably runs the 63 yards, 73 yards into the end zone. He's gone, I think. But Bethard's hurried and he doesn't. So Bethard's sacked on third and seven for a loss of seven yards. Iowa's got a punt. They start the second half slow. They start the second half with no fruit. Purdue takes over at their own 33. Markel Jones runs left for eight yards to the Purdue 41. Second and two. Jones runs right for five yards. First and 10. Knox now in. He runs left for five yards. Second and five. Austin Appleby pass complete to Yancey for 28 yards. To the Iowa 21. The first down. Desmond King Late on the coverage, face mask penalty on the junior cornerback for Iowa. That's another 10 yards down to the Iowa 11, first down Purdue. What are they going to be able to get here, first and 10? Jones runs for three, Jones runs for two. Third and five. Appleby can't hit Yancey. Paul Griggs comes on for the field goal on fourth and five. It's good from 22. Purdue pulls within a score, 20-13. to 13. Now with the clock reading 10-26 on the third quarter. Iowa gets it back, three and out. Beathard sacked on third and four for a loss of eight yards to the Iowa 23-yard line. They're forced to punt. Purdue gets the ball back. They're on 36. Appleby pass complete to Young for 16 yards. First and 10. Markel Jones runs right for 14. First down. First and 10. Appleby incomplete pass. Second and 10. Appleby incomplete pass. Third and 10. Incomplete pass. Appleby looking for Yancey again. Fourth and 10. Purdue forced to punt. 25 yards down to the Iowa 9. Bethard. Long field to go. Screen pass. Complete to Henry Cobalt for 15 yards to the Iowa 24. On first and 10. Bathard He hits George Kittle for 14 yards to the Iowa 38. First and 10 again. Incomplete pass. Looking for Matt Vandenberg. Pass interference on, on Brown of Purdue, though. First and 10. Bethard looking for Derek Mitchell. Mitchell catches it. He's hit. He fumbles, but it's ruled an incomplete pass. They confirm that on the review. Second and 10. Bethard hits Tavon Smith. Or incomplete pass to Tavon Smith. Third and 10. Bethard runs for 11 yards. The Purdue 36-yard line gets the first down on third and 10. C.J. Beathard, after, after struggling the first two possessions, really showed his ability to make plays through the air and with his feet um, in this possession and going forward. Third and ten, he gets the first down. First and ten, holding on Jacob Hillier, ten yards back. That's first and twenty. Bethard runs in the middle for three yards, the Purdue 43. Second and seventeen, hits Derek Mitchell for eight yards, the Purdue 35. Third and nine, what can Iowa do? Bethard drops back. He's pressured. George Kittle releases across the middle of the field. Bethard, little float pass across to him. George Kittle catches it, runs 35 yards into the end zone. Touchdown Iowa. Hawkeyes in the end zone again. 27-13 to 13 after Marshall Kane makes the PAT. Here's George Kittle talking about his touchdown. I think it's interesting here. He says he kind of fell out of a plane on this play. Here's George Kittle talking about the touchdown for the Hawkeyes. Uh, I just got lucky. You know, they ran, uh, they were running this blitz that we knew they were going to run, and uh, CJ got us in the right check, and I just uh, happened to fall out of a plane. It was nice. Uh, I just had to wait until the f- free safety came down, and then as soon as I saw him start running, I just left and I just ran as fast as I could, and CJ hit me perfectly. Did you think it was going to be, I mean, that open once you got Yeah, I mean, because our wide receivers, they're, ball, they're all running fades, so and the the field's wide open. If the free safety misses me, eight plays, 91 yards, 3:45 time elapsed, 27 to 13. Hawkeyes lead Purdue. Purdue gets the ball back. 3:20 remaining in the third. Jones runs left for 11 yards from the Purdue 21 down to the 32 on first down. No gain for Jones. Second 10. Appleby hits Jones for one yard to the Purdue 33 yard line. Third and nine. Jones runs at the middle for six yards to the Purdue 39 yard line. On fourth and three from the Purdue 39 yard line, they fake the punt, 26 yards down to the Iowa 35 rush reverse by Burgess Iowa not prepared for the fake punt but Purdue looking to looking to get something moving they had to get something going they had to use a little trickery. that ended the first quarter or the third quarter Appleby runs for a loss of five yards to the Iowa 40. he fumbles but he recovers it third quarter ends Iowa 27 Purdue 13. so far so good for the Hawkeyes. they have a lead but Purdue is moving the ball off of the fake punt fourth quarter starts Purdue's got second and 15 Mark Hill Jones runs in the middle for three yards to the Iowa 37. There Jaleel Johnson and Josie Jewell meet him. 3rd and 12. Appleby hits Yancey. He gets 11 yards down to the Iowa 26-yard line. 4th and 1. Purdue goes for it again. Markel Jones runs left for 2 yards to the Iowa 24 and the 1st down. Lomax and Hesse on the stop. 1st and 10. Incomplete pass. 2nd and 10. Jones runs for no gain. 3rd and 10. Appleby runs in the middle for 3 yards to the Iowa 21. Fourth and 7. Appleby incomplete pass. Looking for Danny Anthrop. Desmond King with the play. 13 plays. 58 yards. Fruitless for Purdue. Iowa gets the ball back. 11:35 remaining in the game. Can they go 11-0? First and 10. Wadley runs left for 10 yards to the Iowa 31 in the first down. Iowa 31-yard line. Bethard. Incomplete pass on first down. Second and 10. Bethard. Another incomplete pass looking for Tavon Smith. Two plays in a row. Third and 10. Bethard runs left. 11 yards to the Iowa 42. Getting the first down with his feet yet again. First and 10. Kanziri runs right for 25 yards to the Purdue 33. First and 10. Iowa takes a timeout. 9:36 Time remaining. On first and 10. Kanziri runs left for 2 yards. For a loss of 2 yards. Second and 12, Bethard looking for Jacob Hillier, can't get him, but it's a pass interference penalty on Williams of Purdue, gives Iowa first down, first and 10 from the Purdue, 22, Bethard hits Krieger-Kobel on the crossing pattern, 22 yards, krieger Coble falls into the end zone, touchdown Iowa, Hawkeyes with a comfortable lead now, 33-13, PAT oncoming, PAT missed, second PAT missed by Marshall Kane in this football game, Iowa with a 20 point lead, 840 remaining, first and 10 from Purdue's 25, start. Bring it back to the 20. Appleby hits Knox for four yards on first down. Second, 11. Complete pass from Appleby to Young for seven yards to the Purdue 31-yard line. Third and four. Appleby looking for Jurasevic. He can't hit him. Fourth and four. Complete pass from Appleby to Jurasevic for 12 yards to the Purdue 43. Going forward on fourth down, it's been Purdue's bread and butter in this football game. First and ten. Appleby can't hit Posey. Second and ten. Another incomplete pass for Appleby. Third and ten. DJ Knox runs in the middle for four yards to the Purdue 47. Fourth and six. Why not let Let's go for it again. Austin Appleby hits Yancey for 22 yards to the Iowa 31 and the first down. First and 10. Appleby hits Juracevic again for 5 yards. Second and 5. Appleby to Herdman. 7 yards. First and 10. Appleby. A complete pass. Second and 10 from the Iowa 19. Appleby looking for Mikesky. Shane Mikesky. Touchdown. 19 yards into the end zone. Touchdown Purdue. Paul Griggs. PAT good. Purdue back in this football game. 33 to 20. 446 remaining. Iowa gets the ball. From the Purdue 48 yard line. After an onside kick. Hendrik Kobo gets the, gets the recovery on the onside kick. LaShun Daniels runs left for four on first down. Timeout Purdue. Second and six. Kanziri runs right for one yard. Timeout Purdue. Third and five. Beathard runs left for no gain. Timeout Purdue. Fourth and five. Purdue's getting the ball back. 417. Time remaining less than 40 seconds. Ticked off the clock. Austin Appleby passing complete to Shane Mikeski on first down for the Purdue 12. Incomplete pass on second down. Appleby hits Yancey for 20 yards on third and 10. Austin Appleby really was impressive in this game on third downs and four fourth downs at the end of this football game, trying to get Purdue back in this thing. Purdue's got the ball in in uh, at their own 32-yard line. Appleby, pass complete to Yancey on first down. Second and one. Purdue, 41. Austin Appleby, incomplete pass, looking for Mikeski, who scored the touchdown a little bit ago. Third and one. Markel Jones runs at the middle for no gain. Fourth and one. Markel Jones with a rush. Loss of one yard. Jordan Lomax, Josie Jewell with the stop. That will more or less, more, than, more, more or less end the game. Seven plays, 28 yards. Hawkeyes come up with a big stop on fourth down. Iowa gets the ball back. First and ten from the Purdue 40. Kanziri, the senior, can't get anything. Loses two. Second, 12. Kanziri sees a hole. Sees a gap. Runs the middle for 42 yards into the end zone. Touchdown for the senior. Jordan Kanziri blows this game open for the Hawkeyes and downs Purdue, putting Iowa 40-20. to Here's Jordan Kanziri's comments on how special it was and how cool it was scoring a touchdown in his last game. Last time he's ever going to see the field at Kinnick Stadium.
2: It was a great feeling uh, you know, you know. We knew that they were gonna load the box up and bring their safeties down. And so when I just saw that hole, I knew there's no one else left to block and get me in the line. They blocked amazing and it was just, again, just the coaches put us in the right call and, you know, for me it was a great feeling, you know, this is my last time in Kinnick, just to be able to end it like that but, you know, as the defensive side I should have took a knee and run the
0: clock out and, you know, you're not Come really on, thinking about that. that so much, yeah. I mean, the other coaches are like,
2: hey, it's senior day, it's okay, like, congrats and everything, so.
0: 40-20, to 20, Hawkeyes lead the Boilermakers, Purdue gets the ball back, 2-12 left, it's futile at this point, though, first and 10 Appleby runs for two yards, incomplete pass on second, incomplete pass on third, incomplete Pass on four, fourth and 13 from the Purdue 41. Sean Draper there. Iowa gets the ball back. They can clock it. They can go into victory formation. They can go to 11 and 0 for the first time in program history. Iowa 11 and 0. Nebraska oncoming. Big Ten championship game clinched. Big Ten West division title clinched. Northwestern beat Wisconsin later on in the day. So Iowa won the Big Ten West outright. Terrific, terrific game for the Hawkeyes winning 42 20. Look, Iowa had no trophies after last season they lost the bowl game lost rivalry game after rivalry game after rivalry game they got killed against Minnesota they lost two heartbreakers against Nebraska and Wisconsin this season the Iowa Hawkeyes have been able to win some trophies and they actually got a trophy that the, that was one of their goals it's a newer trophy though it's the division championship trophy and they celebrated after the game Kirk Ferentz talked about this in the locker is where they celebrated and they did the trophy ceremony in there Here, here's what Kirk had to say about why they pursued the celebration in the manner that they did and doing it in the locker
3: well you know be proud I mean everything. I've I just mentioned a minute ago being 11 and 0, 7 and 0 at home. You can't do any better than that, and 7 and 0 in the league right now is as good as we could be. And then to, to secure a bid, um, again, I've never been involved in divisional stuff. I know this. No matter what it is, you'd rather win something outright, no matter what uh, what it is you're doing. So they can be very, very proud of that. And they, they even got hats and T-shirts, all that stuff. The coaches didn't get any, but they they got them. You know, but that that's uh, you know they've earned that. They've earned that, and I want them to really enjoy that and encourage them to do it until we get together tomorrow. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to make up for some lost time. Uh, once we get together at 1230. But between now and then, as long as they're smart, I want them to really feel good about what they've done. They should. They've earned that.
0: Hawkeye head coach Kirk Ferentz talking about the celebration and the trophy ceremony in the locker room. Iowa, 40-20. That's the stat that matters, but let's get into some other stats. Total offensive yards. Purdue won the battle on the offensive side of the ball. 405 yards on 84 plays to Iowa's 387 on 59 plays. Average is obviously better for Iowa, but Purdue did get 405 total yards in this game. 21 first downs for both teams. On the ground, Iowa, 170. yards on 39 attempts. Purdue 137 on 38 attempts. Passing, Iowa 213, 12 of 20. Three touchdowns on the day through the air. 268 yards for Purdue, 26 of 46 with one passing touchdown. Fumbles, Purdue had three, they lost one. Iowa had one, that was Bethard's Heat, they lost it. Penalties, Iowa only two for 20. Purdue five for 43. Time of possession, Purdue won the time of possession in this football game. 32 to 50, 32 54 to 27, 06. Third down conversions, Iowa at 50%, 5 of 10. Purdue 4 of 18, but Purdue was 5 of 8 on 4th down. Iowa did not have a 4th down try nor did they have a conversion, obviously. Red zone scores, Iowa perfect, 3-4-3. Purdue, 4-4 on this game. Individual statistics starting with the Boilermakers rushing. Markel Jones had a pretty nice day actually. 24 attempts, 87 yards, and a touchdown. Burgess had one attempt for 26 yards. DJ Knox had 7 for 26. Appleby had had 4 carries, no net yards, and David Blau, the other quarterback who, who who exited this game with injury, had negative two yards on the day, rushing. Passing. David Blau, three of five before he left the game. He only had nine yards. Austin Appleby came in, had a really valiant effort, in my opinion. 23 of 40, 259 yards, and he did have the uh, touchdown to Mikeski. Dan Montero, so he came in too. He threw one pass. That was incomplete. Yancey, nine catches, 117 yards for Purdue. Young had 452. Cameron Posey had three for 18. Anth- uh, Anthrop had two for 17. So did Jurasevic Cole Herman had two for 16. Markel Jones had two for eight. Shane McKeskey, he had one for 19, but it was a big one. It was the touchdown. DJ Knox had one catch for four yards. On the Iowa side of things, passing. Bethard, pretty good day for the junior quarterback. 12 of 20, 213 yards, three touchdowns. He was sacked twice in this game. Kanziri led the way on the ground. 13 carries, 95 yards, and a touchdown. LaShawn Daniels had eight. He had 31 yards, two touchdowns. Most of that was in the first quarter for LaShawn Daniels. Ackermal, they had four carries for 23 yards. Matt Vandenberg had a carry for 15 yards. Bethard had seven for 12, but they they did match they did count uh when Iowa needed him on third down in the second half making Pleva, the fullback getting a little love three ca- three yards on one carry Jonathan Parker also had a carry on a jet sweep uh, he had two yards on the play Bethard looked pretty good in this game I think on both sides on, on both sides of things with running and passing you know he looked he looked healthier in this game I really do think he looked healthier and the only real knock on Iowa's offense in this game was that they had a lull kind of at the end of the first half and the beginning of the second half and CJ Bethard addressed this talking about you know they, they stopped themselves here's what the junior Quarterback had to say about Iowa stopping themselves in this game and not necessarily Purdue stopping them.
1: You know, I, th- I feel like they couldn't really stop us offensively. Uh, we were just stopping ourselves. Uh, we had three drives where we went down and score and then we had a ball on the one yard line. And, you know, it's tough, it tough to, uh, you know, stuff to uh, score from there, but um, we got stopped there, and then and then I fumbled on the next drive, and now yeah, it kind of stopped us there. But then the second half uh, it was a little low there, but we ended up picking it up there in the fourth quarter.
0: Bathurst talking about the low on offense. Here's LaShun Daniels talking about the same thing, talking about how you can come back from that lull and what you have to do, basically play your assignments, play your own game, and the lull, will, it'll take care of itself.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, we all felt it. I mean, we knew uh, we, were having, we were having some trouble, especially on offense, you know, being able to move the ball, and um, you know, we knew we had to fight through that. Uh, we knew it was going to be easy, uh, so we just had to, you know, come back, and I think we ended up finishing strong in the fourth quarter. So.
0: How do you come back? Uh,
2: you know, just focusing on your assignments, uh, you know, just doing your job, making sure everybody's, you know, calm and whatnot and ready to go, just making sure that Everyone just take care of their business, and then, you know, things will start to fall into place.
0: Bethune Daniels talking about that offensive lull in the middle of this football game. More stats receiving for the Hawkeyes. Henry Kruger-Coble, the tight end, leading the way. Four catches, 76 yards, and a touchdown. Tavon Smith, not a bad day. Four catches, 73 yards. George Kittle had two, 49 yards, and one touchdown on the big play as well. Derek Mitchell had a catch. Matt Vandenberg, only one catch for seven yards, but that one counted. That was a touchdown for Matt Vandenberg. Punting, Dylan Kidd had three punts, 109 yards, 36.3 average on the day. Tackling Iowa, lots and lots of guys with double-digit tackles in this game. Jordan Lomax leading the way. Look, Jordan Lomax, he's a senior. You could tell he was he was emotional in the post game. We're gonna hear from him coming up in a little bit on this game on this game and what he was able to do. He had 13 total tackles, half a tackle for loss. He had a forced fumble on the day and a pass breakup. Josie Jewell, 12 tackles. He also had half a tackle for loss. He also had a pass breakup. Desmond King, he had three pass breakups, 11 tackles. Cole Fisher, 10 tackles. Nate Meyer. He he had nine tackles and a forced fumble. Miles Taylor had four tackles. Matt Nelson had four tackles. He also had a fumble recovery, did Matt Nelson. Parker Hesse had four tackles plus a sack. Maurice Fleming had three. Greg Mabin had two. Nathan Budgita, he had two. Julio Johnson had two tackles. Mitchell, Neiman, Kane, Jackson, Bauer, Draper, all with one tackle in this football game. There you have it. Iowa 40, Purdue 20. Let's get to some clips, some audio clips. Senior day, Jordan Lomax was asked about it and the emotions that went into a big senior day win for the Iowa Hawkeyes, and here's Lomax. Speaking about what it means to get a victory on Senior Day and how special it was to play at Kinnick.
3: Yeah, it's crazy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's wild, man. Take me through that. How to, you know, from from even this morning waking up, you know,
3: you woke up, you knew this is it, man. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Didn't even get too much sleep last night. Just so focused on the game ahead, but you know, it's it's been it's been a great ride here. I've had fun, and it's no better way to go out than with the win on Senior Day. So I'm just happy that we were able to improve the 11-0, get a win, and become the Big Ten West Division champ.
0: As I mentioned earlier in the. This, in this program, C.J. Beathard really able to get first downs with his feet in the second half, really keep the offense on the field. Here's what Beathard had to say following the game about that very thing and about getting those first downs, making those big plays for Iowa in the second half. Too.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, that's important. Anytime you can convert third downs, um, you know, when the pocket's breaking down, if I can make something with my feet, it's uh, better better to have that than not being able to run. So
0: We're going to get into the game coming up this weekend against Nebraska uh, here in a moment, but I'm going to play this clip from Kirk Ferentz. who's asked about his team handling pressure. The last couple weeks, he's been asked a couple times, and he mentioned this in his post game, and I think it's an interesting clip. You know, there's still it's still about accountability in their own locker room. They're holding themselves accountable, and they're just trying to win. And everything else will shake itself out. Everything else will work itself out. Everything will be fine if they just win.
3: Yeah, I don't uh, – we're trying not to. I mean, you know, and again, I go back. I said that last week. The, the only pressure I ask our guys to feel is, you know, you go out and perform and you play for each other. You know, you're doing it for that reason. And, uh, again, to me, what sports and, and athletics teach is uh, giving your – best. And you do it, and if you're involved in a team sport, you know, every guy in the room's counting on you. Coaches, players, everybody's everybody's got a responsibility. Everybody's got a job. So uh, the pressure is to to not let the rest of the group down. That's that's the pressure. And external stuff, you know, you you live with the good and the bad, but it's all you know what we have amongst each other. Hawkeye is victorious
0: in this football game, 40 to 20. They are moving on now. Um, they here. I, this this clip is interesting. Jordan Lomax says they know what they're playing for. He didn't mention it, and I I kind of gave him a little grief after this clip about it because he didn't mention the word national championships. He didn't mention the college football playoff. But here's what Lomax had to say, skirting around uh, mentioning that very thing.
3: Yeah, it does matter and it's important. and we, we all know what we're playing for. We're playing for something very big right now. We're playing for something that's very special to us. And we're just going to continue to take the one game at a time League. Yeah, we're happy we got the Big Ten West Division champs and that we've sealed the ticket to Indianapolis. But our goal each week is to win every game. So that's going to be our main focus.
0: As you can hear right there from the senior leader on the defense, he knows what he's playing for. They know what they're playing for, folks. They know they have to go into Lincoln. They have to Get a win, then they have to go to Indianapolis. They have to get a win there, and then they get two more games. If that's the case, if Iowa wins against Nebraska and they win the Big Ten championship, which may or may not be more doable now that Michigan State knocked off Ohio State, we're going to find out a lot next week if Michigan can beat Ohio State. And for some, and if Penn State were to beat Michigan State, Michigan gets in. Then you get your Jake Rudock, C.J. Beathard matchup. Either way, it's going to be awesome playing, watching these two teams play. Whether it's Iowa and Michigan State, Iowa Michigan, Iowa Ohio State. All three teams are still in the mix if the cards fall right next week. But I. Iowa before they get there has to take care of business. They want to continue to be in the national championship picture, and that's Nebraska. Josie Jewell was asked about this after the game. It's tough to move on to the next game when you won a division title. You know you're playing in the Big Ten championship game. There's college football playoff implications. Here's Jewell talking about moving on to the Huskers.
3: I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to realize that uh, that we have this. I mean, just a couple more games. Um, but we just need to be able to realize that we need to be able to come out every
2: game here um, and finish strong.
0: It's not the first. Time I was gonna be playing in Lincoln. Jordan Lomax was asked about what the environment was like. He played in that game a couple years ago when I went went down there and was able to take it to Nebraska. Here's Lomax talking about the crazy environment that can be the Nebraska Cornhuskers in Lincoln.
3: Um it was, it was a crazy environment. Their fans, they'll definitely they'll definitely pack the stadium out. It would be loud in there, and it'll be a great, it'll be a great matchup. It's a rivalry game playing for the trophy. And it's gonna be a good day.
0: Short week for the Hawkeyes. They play on the day after Thanksgiving. That game is going to be televised at 2:30. In the afternoon should be a good time. I'll be down there really looking forward to seeing this 11-0 Iowa Hawkeye team take on an angry Nebraska team. And that's the thing about Nebraska. They've now had a week and a half, two weeks to stew over this game and think about it and dissect Iowa. And really understand what they're looking at because they had a bye week this late in the season. Nebraska still has something to play for. And it's pride and A lot of times, that is the thing—the big motivating factor in these games at the end of the season. Iowa, Nebraska—it's a rivalry game. It's for the Heroes Trophy. They played last season. Nebraska won in Kinnick, basically put a bad taste in Iowa's mouth in that game. If you remember, at the end of the game, at the end of the season last year, Iowa struggled on defense. They struggled on special teams. Tommy Armstrong and the Nebraska Cornhuskers were able to do some things against Iowa that Iowa doesn't necessarily like to remember, like to think about. But again, it's a trophy game, and I talked a lot about. You know the the busted up trophy that Iowa put in their locker room in this off season, and Iowa's playing for a heck of a lot more than just a win this coming Saturday. They're playing for a ranking. They're playing for a potential berth in the big t- in the uh, NCAA college football playoff. This is a special season, folks, and. I I understand that nobody was t- nobody was picking Iowa to win 11 games this year. If you say you p- you picked Iowa to win 11 games, I I don't I, I don't know what to tell you. Everyone had Iowa, I think, between seven and seven and nine games. They've exceeded expectations a great deal. They've never gone 10 and 0, let alone 11 and 0. They get a chance to go 12 and 0 against Nebraska. It's going to be a tough task because Nebraska wants blood. This is the type of game so often that we talk about with rivalry games. The Iowa Nebraska rivalry is forced. It's a it's a forced rivalry. It's a heroes game. It's a her- heroes trophy game, but it's forced. And this is the type of game that Nebraska can make some noise because this is the first time, really, honestly, folks, that Nebraska has a chance to knock Iowa down a peg. It's always been Iowa knocking Nebraska down a peg. This time it's Nebraska playing that role, and it should be really interesting. I look forward to watching the game. I look forward to being there. I look forward to this season continuing for the Hawkeyes. Look forward to being in in, in Indianapolis in a couple weeks. All in all, Iowa's 11-0. It's a special season. Continue to root on the Hawkeyes. It's been a lot of fun covering this team, watching this team. And the fun's not over. The fun's just beginning with games coming up. The rivalry game this week against Nebraska and then the Big Ten Championship and the ultimate bowl situation as well with the Rose Bowl in play. You can keep following along with the rankings. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the rankings going forward as Iowa continues to win or if Iowa loses to Nebraska, how far do they fall. Big Ten Championship game. Who will play in that game? As I said earlier, really, it could be any one of those three teams. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State. We will see Iowa-Nebraska day after Thanksgiving, 2.30 kickoff. This has been Quick Hits on Hawkeyes. Mike, Iowa victorious over Purdue. 40-20 to 20 to go to 11-0, clinch the Big Ten West, clinch a Big Ten title game berth. It's been a lot of fun. We will be back coming up next week after the Iowa-Nebraska game. We will preview the Big Ten championship game. We'll talk about the bowl situation and the college football playoff. Picture if Iowa is still considered in that run, in that, in that chase. We're not going to have a reporter's notebook this week with Thanksgiving. Have yourself a great turkey day. Be safe out there. Adverse conditions. It's a travel holiday. Be safe. Last thing I want is for anyone to be out there traveling. Anything to happen to anybody that anybody out there at all in the holiday season? So have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll be back following the Nebraska. game. Follow along with us on Twitter at Hawkeyes Mike. If you want to follow me individually at Tyler Chumlin, a lot of fun interacting with guys with people on Twitter. It's it's a lot of fun. I like sitting at the game, interacting with people back and forth, liking to hear your perspective as well. So credit to ESPN two for the clips we used in this program. There you have it. This has been the 11th edition of Quick Hits. Hawkeyes love to know after the victory over Purdue, 40 to 20. We'll be back after the holiday. Thanks for listening. And broadcast
3: school has really paid off.
1: Last Big Ten title was 2004. They will have a chance to play for another one. And Hawkeye fans can add a trip to Indianapolis to the calendar on December 5th in the Big Ten championship game awaiting either Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State, or Ohio State. The Iowa Hawkeyes 40-20 over Purdue. They advance to the Big Ten championship game and will have an opportunity to complete a 12-0 season next Friday at Nebraska.
2: Are you looking for a new rewarding career with great benefits? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides great career opportunities with wages starting at $20 an hour including benefits. Give TNK a call today at 319-848-4191 or toll-free at 1-800-383-7663 to begin your roofing career today. $20 per hour starting wage including benefits. You can't beat that. Give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll-free 1-800 383 7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing, a proud union company and member of Built by Pros in Eastern Iowa.
0: This has been a presentation of Hawkeyes Mike, LLC.